Roll up! Roll up! Ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on Earth! Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast! You'll gasp! You'll laugh! And you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Hello. And Matt Bradshaw. Hello. Welcome. Oh, you didn't cue me. I was supposed to go. You completely didn't. Yeah. Dude. Apologies. Hey, um, should we do it again? Do you want to do it again? No. Oh. Is that um, no? No. Ah, oh, man. All right, I'll put this out. Uh, this will be episode 79. Yes. Yes. Ow, I just bit my tongue. So, Boxing Day will be 80. I think that's how numbers work. What? Speaking of how things work. Okay. Um, so today... Boxing Day will be 80. It's good. It'll be episode 80 on Boxing Day. Oh, I thought you were just speaking in weird integer language. I don't yes. is that a native And my time? birthday will be twenty seven. Oh wow. You know. You're being loud again. You're good yeah. at being loud. Yeah, but it doesn't I listened to the bit yesterday you said I was beating loud. Do you know how it. much compression I had to put on that? No, you didn't. I did. Really? Yeah. Ah shit. Dude. Super heaps. Alright, yeah. sorry. I have to work real hard on this podcast. So hard. <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> Alright, not that hard. But a little bit hard. Um so speaking of Whatever I was speaking of. Boxing Day being 80. No, nah, the thing after that. Today, <coughs> I helped my brother. So my, my little brother rang me the other day. He goes, uh, you know, what are you doing on Wednesday? I went, just got stuff. I've got someone coming over to do a podcast. I'm all right. He goes, oh, all right. I said, why? He goes, oh, I'm uh, getting a bunch of bark to do the, you know, the backyard, to, you know, oh. to update, to make it look pretty. Because okay. his wife has been away for three days and he wanted to surprise her when she come home in the backyard with us. I said, well, all right, I'll just I'll see if I can move my stuff, but if I can, I'll come and help you. So I did. Just so happened it was like 38 degrees and uh, it needed five trailers full of bark. Uh, but it was awesome. Like That's what I'm going to call my mobile dog wash. Five trailers full of bark. Yeah. I like it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... What's interesting, and I said this to my brother, <laughs> he laughed at me. I go, when you do a job by yourself, you just kind of, you, you just look at the world and go, how on earth did anything ever get done? Like, for example, you know, you look at... Uh, you know, the great, pyramids. Great, yeah, well, pyramids are great. Great architecture, like uh, the Great Ocean Road. Like, you know, how did they do that? But then when two people have a shovel and you're going, shunk, 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 like... You're like, wow, that's just two people, and we are smashing through this job with just two. And you start going, well, imagine if you had 200. And they, because they used to, you know, like they used to lay rail track. Um, yeah, like, what was it? Doing? Like, a, like 100 meters a minute or something like that. It was like when they had an, enough people. Wow. Just crazy speed that they were, they would be able to do that. And then you sort of drive out to the country and you see, there are paddocks that have no stones in them, but they are surrounded by walls four foot high where they've clearly picked up all the stones in the land and made walls out of them. You go, you you can't really think 
how many people it took to do that job because no. you were just one and you go well that would take me ages to do that that phrase though all the stones in the land <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i do often speak like i am in a robin hood episode i didn't know there was a new robin hood until you yeah. said it yesterday yeah. yeah yeah they do one every year or so don't they they do. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, we had this moment where we were both shoveling like ching, ching, and in sync together, bah, bah, bah. Um, and really made me think. Yeah, well, we don't really work very much in that environment anymore. Like our society now is very much oh, that's your task, and you sit at your computer and do this or or whatnot. We're so isolated. But it wasn't really that long ago when there'd be five hundred people in a factory and churning out a car every two minutes. Hmm. And they'd be able to walk out at the end of their day and go, wow, great, we did 700 cars today. Hmm. Well, we don't do that anymore. We're just like, oh, I did 400 emails. Hmm. Can't see them. Lots of people still work in factories. Uh, lots of people still do. But in the Western world, not lots of people do. Hmm. Yeah, certainly hmm. not like they used to. I certainly to. understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. You mean you and I. No, most people don't work, don't do manual labour anymore. Yeah, and I, um, I see great utility in doing jobs where you can stand back at the end of your day and go, "Well, that wasn't there two hours ago. Mm. That five trailers of bark was elsewhere, and now it's here because we did it." And I say that because the rest of my day, so when Alex went off to get more bark in the trailer, I went into the house and was doing our podcast so I was sitting there by myself on the computer much compression getting the audio right and then moving this title here and there and whatnot and just and then Alex would come back and I'd go out and shovel and you, even when you look at a video or you know the audio on a on, a, on your phone sure. you, you just cannot even as the person who did the job you you just can't look at it the same way as no. looking at the backyard that's covered in bark it's, it's really interesting I guess yeah didn't you have a sense of achievement with your last CD, though? Yeah. Yeah, but that's very much to do with most of the things that I feel a sense of achievement about are tangible, like going to your house and seeing the magnetic poem on your bedside table. It's like, yeah, I made that. It's that's the other a, side now. Ah, well, there you go. Because of the cat. Well, that's good. It's getting uh, getting to see different parts of the world. Um, but the there is an element of, yeah, you make something and you can see it, but if you make something that's just a, you know, it's a difference between taking photos and printing them up and taking photos and just leaving them on your device. Um, yeah, I just, I just find this stuff really interesting. Mm. Mm. Yes, I, I mean, obviously, uh, I find lots of things interesting. Uh, what I mean is I find lots of things that I don't understand. <laughs> I had to work hard on our podcast too. I know, because you had to listen to it really, and write the notes. Took me a really long time to log in. Oh, today? Yeah. Again? Well, it was fine on my phone, but on my computer it wouldn't work. Oh, no. And I kept typing in the new password, but it still wouldn't work for me. And, and, and every time, and this is the point of my conversation, not really about how hard I had to work, except that. You know what I hate? I hate the recapture I am not a robot thing. <sighs> All the squares that have cars in them. Yes. Go away from me. I'm just... I'm not a robot. 
Well, the the next stage is obviously retinal scan or thumbprinting and stuff like that, which, you know. Hey, did you, up, did, speaking of which, did you opt out of the... Um, my health My thing? health thing? Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I'd rather than know. Would you? I also can't, I, you know, my brain can't extrapolate what anyone, if they hijack the information, what they'd use it for. What would they use it for? Hmm. Hmm. I'm not really concerned about it. I'd rather it be there in case something happened to me. Hmm. My experience with doctors and migrating from one city, one country, one state to another is that they ask you all the same questions anyway and don't listen to the answers anyway. So what the fuck does it matter? Oh, that's... Uh... Wow. Mm. Really? Mm. Only? Or just sometimes? Is that your only experience? Yeah, pretty well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um... I don't have a I'm, lot of faith in many of the uh, institutions and mechanisms by which we live our existence. Uh, see, government, health. Okay, so I I can completely corroborate your experience in that I have been plenty of times to a doctor and they haven't even looked at me and they prescribed me something and I've had to question and say I don't think that that's not what I had last time at a different place and then so can you explain that to me and then they look at me and then they go oh well okay also you've got tonsillitis yeah so so maybe this antibiotic is can you just double check that before I go away and still stay sick for a week like you know I've had some terrible experiences with doctors who I go you look so unhealthy I don't want to take your advice and I've had other experiences with doctors who are like GPs have been remarkable. I think where the, where I feel, and here's the thing, I think most people never really go to the GP. Most people are not really that sick. But there are people who go weekly. They have just this litany of one thing after another after another. That's because they're weekly. And sickly, yes. Um, and so here's the interesting thing about people like that, which I think it would benefit, because I have, I know some people who are on up to 35 different medications at a time because they've got, they've gone to a specialist and the specialist, because they've got some skin thing and they give them this thing, then they go somewhere else for some else because oh, I've got a bit of a heart thing. So they get that medication and suddenly like they're on so many medications. None of those doctors are really talking to each other and they're not particularly great at sharing that information with whoever. Sure. That I understand why it makes perfect sense to have all of our health records in one central location. So we get the same way, you know, police should have access to a single database. Yeah. Um, but I don't trust the government to get it right. I just don't. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, I, I don't I, trust I can... them with my information. I already trust enough organisations with enough of my information. Yeah, which, which I don't know, this is, I understand that. I, I find it, it's interesting when you go, right, well, the government's got that information, yet something like Facebook has way, way more information about all of us and we're all happy for them to have it. In the sense of maybe we're not happy for them to have it, but we want to use their service for free, so we're getting something back. Yep. So, all right. Sure. Um, so I think, yeah, I understand. The Facebook thing then, I mean, just as an example, then goes back to the the thing you and I spoke about off camera yesterday about 
I post about kind of pulling out of screen time more than yes. anything. But certainly yeah. when you and I spoke yesterday, you said you mentioned social media more than anything else. Like, as in you, you perhaps got the impression I was talking about social media more than screen time. Well, I definitely know that you mentioned... I, I, I read it twice <clears throat> and still got the impression that you were referring to how we use social media. Yeah. Now, I know that you're referring to looking at your screen time. Um, and I will, I will read your post again because I, 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 I think that's another I certainly singled Facebook out yes. in the sense that not for the first time I have noticed that if I don't look, for, look at Facebook for a week, my life is not significantly curtailed. No. Yeah. Well, it's not. Um, I primarily use it as a marketing tool. So I'm prepared to suffer the indignities of them having all my information so I can continue to use it for that format. Yeah. 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 Um, Were it not for that, I wouldn't have it. Okay. I think it's great to be able to keep in touch with people and see what they're doing and all that sort of stuff, but primarily it's a selfish endeavour for me to be able to keep in touch with people and let them know where I am and what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Work-wise. Sure. Um... Going back to the, the My Health thing, like compared to any other thing that you potentially offer your information to voluntarily, which of course, everything you do on a device is tracked and recorded. So every, like anyone who, anything you log into, they know what you're doing, mm. right? And I find it really interesting that, I find it really interesting that the one thing that potentially could save your life is the one thing that we're singling out. And I'm not, saying this is you, right? But the kerfuffle over it, it's like, hang on, every organisation has all of our information anyway, mm. right? Who knows what they're doing with it? The one thing that actually go, is kind of wanting information to potentially so you that don't die, the only one that cares about you not dying, in a sense of there could be a doctor that looks at it go, I'm just going to try and save this person's life. People go, mm. I don't want to know about that. I find that really interesting. Yeah. Whereas like, oh, hey, Facebook, who you clearly only really want to have all this information so that if someone wants to market to you, they will pay us money to do that. Sure. Well, like just, the difference is though, that the stuff you're going to share on, you're going to share with a health provider, with a government organised central yeah. database of health information is intensely personal. Now, people share intensely personal stuff on social media all the time, but they don't say, hey, everyone, I've got syphilis. Hey, I've decided I'm gay. Hey, I need fucking prep. Like, they don't say stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and cool. that's the shit that people, I think, are completely within their rights to be concerned is going to get out there. Social media, sure, lots of people overshare, but they still only share the stuff they want to share. They don't... Well, that's, they don't share I the stuff that. that might accidentally get out in the world. That's true. However, every single thing you do on a device is trackable. So every single thing that, like, every, like if, for example, how do I tell, like, how do I tell my parents I'm gay, or what do I do if I've got syphilis? You've done that. If you entered that into or had a conversation, it's recorded. Sure. So, I mean, I mean, I understand. It's, it's a tricky thing. Um, having some kind of the thing that I think is interesting is that. Um, the government is the only organisation when it comes to this My Health thing who has offered the option for you not to have your information stored. Everyone else is just like, well, you want to use our fucking shit? Yeah. We get to choose what we do with it. 
Yeah, I mean, they do put yeah. it in the fine print and you get to say yes or no. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get, I, what I'm saying is I completely understand. I also think it's potentially handy. Like, it's the most handy, like, out of all of the things you could opt out of, it's the only thing that's going to save your life. Sure. Um, the problem with that is, of course, most of the time you're ever going to need your life saved. You can never predict when that is, so. <laughs> People are willing to take the risk going, I think I've got another 30 years. Yeah, I'm willing to take that risk. That I do have another 30 years, so for that 30 years, I'd really be happy for my information not to potentially leak out. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Hey, um, um, had a conversation today about the whole social uh, scrolling through the social media thing, and I've got a theory that I've never heard anyone come up with, but I think, um, I wonder how you feel about it. So, because we're animals. Right, and I know we think we're humans and we're special and we're not animals, but we're just animals, right? Um, and we're always really on the lookout for, is there any danger? Is Like, am I safe? Like, now that we live in the, mo the safest, un most undangerous time ever, that we really don't have to be worried about what's going on around us that much. You know, we're safe. For all intents and purposes. But we still, because we're animals, are always on the lookout for what I need to know about the world to make sure that I've got my shit together and I'm ready for when bad stuff happens. Can I interject for a second? Yeah. I understand that what you're talking about is kind of in a global, holistic sense. However, I do need to say you are speaking as a white man. What do you mean? Uh, as in you feel safer than a lot of other people do. Well, statistically, in, according to yeah, the, I the history of that. Well, yeah, but that's that's it's not because I'm a white man. It's well, it is. Well, why? How? How is it because I'm you, a white man? I know you're speaking about statistics. Statistics. <laughs> um, but the fact remains that there are a lot of people who are still, in our everyday, day-to-day -day life, still really vulnerable and more vulnerable than people like you and I. Yes, yeah. but in the history of the world, it's the safest time to ever be a human mm, being. Okay. That's what I said. I didn't say that people aren't vulnerable or scared. Okay. I've said, in the history of the world, never been a safer time to be a human being. Mm -hmm. Ever. Mm. No. That's what I said. No, no. Cool. I heard what you said. And that's, that's true. Mm. So whether or not you feel a certain way, that's, sure. that's not really what I'm saying. Okay. So, but my point being, it's never been a safer time, right? But because we're humans and we're all, it doesn't matter how safe it is, we have to be on the lookout for danger because if you're not, who knows what can happen so because we're safe and we're not worried about this that or the other like the actual practicality of whether you know a you know tiger is going to you know come out of the bushes or um you know rocks going to fall on our head because we're or trees going to fall on our head because we, we're camping under trees or whatever um but we're always on that thing um the the flicking through a newspaper to be aware of what's happening in the world the wanting to see what's happening in the news the flicking through a newsfeed, go, okay, cool, I know what's happening around me, I'm aware of stuff. I feel like that's very much uh, a modern version of I'm on lookout. I'm on lookout, right? You know, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a, and because that we don't, sense. because we don't live in community, like little, you know, 150 <coughs> people communities anymore where you're on lookout for, you know, till the sun gets there now. 
and and then when you know then when that's done matt's on lookout and then when his watch is done you know betty's on lookout right to to have that community thing so we can all not worry because you've got that job which of course you know is the, the whole thing about titanic sinks because someone was on lookout and didn't see the iceberg or whatever mm. um <clears throat> so we now individually because we're you know very much individually focused and based in the western world we're using these things to to as that tool to do the job that we need to do because we're animals which is to be aware of what's happening in the world we don't have any actual physical immediate threat all the time because we might be in the office or we might be on a train somewhere mm. or i feel like that makes sense why is this something someone said to you today? No, it's something I I, oh. I have come up with, and I've not oh. heard that explanation. It's like because there's a you know, concern, as you said, you're concerned about screen time. You know, like why are people? Why do people mindlessly scroll through things? It's like because they're finding out information, and some of that information is going to be all right. Well, I know that about that now. That's good. Um, oh, I know that about that. I know that about that. All right, and it's not. Those things are still not necessarily alleviating the possibility of a threat, but it's simulating that I'm aware of what's going on mm. I'm not in any danger and I think um, I've not heard that explanation but it seems to be quite logical yeah. as to why we're doing it yep. yeah makes perfect sense yeah be interesting to explore the white man thing you think well yeah mm. okay I'm happy to do that with you great okay go for it should we go to work what oh yeah I guess so <laughs> In a minute. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, in, in seven minutes. Really? We can get there at 22. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, let's do an ex the white man explanation thing some other time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Surely that's a whole other conversation. Well, I don't know. I've never had it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm telling you it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe we should rehearse it some other time and then just get it right for the podcast. <laughs> anything that needs to be rehearsed anyway oh I said maybe I wasn't saying we have to <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about it tonight we'll be surrounded In between songs yeah we'll be surrounded by that portion of the demographic which portion the privileged white men huh privileged white men yeah yeah do you think that's a thing fuck yeah I do ah oh, right cool oh, I'd be really interested to talk about it yeah yeah, right. Okay. Oh, I think we should stop now and talk about it straight away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that you I'm fascinated. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised. About what? That you don't... That you, you seem to be even uh, unaware of the, the, the concept. No, I'm aware of the concept. Oh. I'm just not aware that... It, I'm just, I just don't know how it exists. Uh. Okay. Right. Shall we? Oh, it's, it'll, it'll be. This will be a conversation about whether whether things exist as as definable groups or not, or whether because which I, I don't think they I don't think they can be. So I think that's what the conversation will be about. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because to say that I am, for example, a privileged white man means that I'm part of a specific group that's definable. And I don't think you can define that. Mm. To say that I have privilege and I'm white and I have a hair lip and I have, you know, 
flat feet. And I, like, yes, you can start going, right, oh, well, I have all those things, but then I go, well, I'm therefore the only person in my group because that has all of those defining things. Mm. But if you start taking away hair lip, flat feet, blue jeans, six guitars, then you go, well, then you end up going, well, then I'm, I'm privileged, I'm white, I'm a man. Well, then I'm those three things. So, yeah, I guess I'm part of that group, but that still doesn't take into account how each individual well, in a group. All of us on this planet are part of different Venn diagrams, absolutely. Well, that's the point. We're part of different Venn diagrams. Mm. So, therefore, the only real form of analysis is as individuals. Once you, once you whittle them down to, oh, we're only going to measure it on these parameters, and yeah, but then you forget about all of the other things that influence what that person is mm. or what that person is. I feel like you might be kind of, maybe the way I said it means you've taken it personally. Oh, no. No? No. Okay. I just still don't think, like I think, yeah, you can, you can group anything any way you want, but it doesn't take into account actually all of the other things that those things are. And if you group something under with one, two, three or four parameters, like three, like a you know, privileged white man, you forget about there are individuals in there that have, therefore, an unlimited amount of other. I recognise simply by virtue of where I was born, how I was raised, that I am a part of that group. It doesn't mean that I'm not influenced by by other groups, by other people I've met, by other things I've read. But certainly, I'm. I'm that's that's. That's a group that when you say I identify I'm a part of, even if I don't necessarily identify myself as being in that group, which I know is paradoxical. Yeah, but, but that's interesting because he's like, well, it's a group. It's not really a group because it's like unless you get together and hang out and, and you have all those people in a group that do the group thing together, it's not really a group. It's just a bunch of characteristics that people incidentally share. Sure. It's not really a group. It's, just, it's almost like... Um, a basketball team is a group. 25 basketball teams is a group. But 150 people who play basketball by themselves is, isn't a group of, isn't a group. They just well, have it is. They're a, they're a group of basketball players. But they're not, because not if they don't get together and be a group. They're just people who happen to play basketball. Mm. So that's not really a group. Mm. It's a group if you're a group. It's how you would group them, though. Yeah, but, you, but how you group and whether something is a group is, is different. Like how you categorise something is one thing, but whether something is a thing that exists together doing a thing together is, is different. And that's a thing, that's, I think that's really distinctive. So to say something is a group suggests that, it kind of infers that, well, that group does something together. Now, if they get together and do it, then that's true. They, that group does something together. But if you're mm. just grouping things because of characteristics, they don't exist as an entity. They're just like, well, they all have this thing in common, but they don't, go out and be the group together mm. to enforce their group dynamic on things. Mm. I think that's that's a real like kind of line in the sand which it's easy to kind of it's easy to kind of well, not see it. Yeah. Mm. I have privilege and I'm and I'm I was from where I was born. There's lots of things of course and then but it doesn't mean that I'm part of a group that goes and does a thing together to enforce all the things that we have sure. on others or to I just yeah I'm mm. not it's super complex 
and which is the interesting, which is why what we want to do is group stuff to make it simpler. But it doesn't, I don't know how that serves a purpose very much, other than to go, well, I guess it's simpler in my brain now, but it, the problems that it solves causes a whole bunch of others. We should go and do that again. All right. Uh, I think we'll do our next one on the 22nd at Anglers, or Vanglers, oh, yes, as we yes. call it. Yes. Um, and that will be the Christmas episode. Oh. Yeah, should we wear hats? I was just going to say, will you wear a hat? I'll wear tinsel. Okay. Cause I it, hope she doesn't mind. Because I wanted to put tinsel on our Christmas tree, and Kat said, oh, that's so 80s. I went, oh, is that bad? I like the 80s. <laughs> um, oh, Kat. So, yeah. She said that's so fucking 80s? No, nah, no, nah, she, was, she wasn't, you know, I was going to say derogatory, but I was trying to make a word that sounded caratatory, so it wasn't, yeah, but yeah, then it's got nothing to do with cats. Anyway, carrots. <laughs> Should we go now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, slide of mat biscuits. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye.